Welcome to PICGO Happenings. I'm your host, Diana McFarland. I'm here to give you a front row view of county government. All right, now we're continuing our, uh, I guess, year in review series for 2021. And today we're here with Pennsylvania County Administrator David Smitherman. David, thanks for being here. It is great to talk about the year 2021. It was good for the county. Absolutely. I, I've been here through through all of this year, my first full year with the county, and definitely definitely seeing a lot of good things happening. I wanted to, to talk about some of those highlights with you. So let's let's start with the fun stuff. We'll talk about internet. I know, you know, we, we partnered with River Street Networks, announced that first in March, and then, you know, really, I guess, changed the scope of our partnership and, and what that was going to look like with the announcement that we're focusing on fiber in September of this year. And that's basically a $75 million fiber to the home project with funding coming from all over the place, from the federal government, from the state, some local funding, some from River Street. It's going to reach 12,000 unserved locations at the minimum. So talk to me a little bit about that project and and sort of what that means for our community. Well, we had no idea how we were going to solve the internet problem in our county just a couple years ago, really. It's uh, hard to get your head around. It's a $150 million problem to bring high-speed internet to every home in our county. The Commonwealth has just been tremendous in dedicating $722 million toward rural broadband initiatives. Mm -hmm. We submitted a very competitive application along with a couple other counties that are in our general vicinity. And Pennsylvania County will be getting not quite $40 million of state money. The county's putting in money from its ARPA proceeds. We are also investing and we'll have the equivalent of an equity position in this endeavor. And the money that we get out of the project, we are reinvesting to further extend internet throughout the county. All those unserved portions of our community will be served at the conclusion of uh, three years from now. So we expect on January 1st, 2025, that 12,000 new service points will be in operation in our county. Mm -hmm. Internet more and more is becoming an an essential thing, having internet access. It's not just a a luxury anymore. It's almost a utility. So talk about, you know, what, I guess, how how expanding internet access across our county to, to more and more residents, how does that positively impact our community and our county? Other than the obvious, which is making sure our school children have the resources they need at home to conduct their learning, it augments our economic development program by providing our workers the opportunity to work from home, let's say for a job in Northern Virginia or a job in Raleigh or a job in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. Now, right now, there's so many folks that have remote working opportunities but cannot access appropriate internet speeds at their home to be able to conduct their work. Right. So by extension, we become a more attractive place for the urban dwellers that have jobs in office towers that want to get out and get into a more rural lifestyle. You know, all of a sudden we're an attractive alternative uh, for new citizens moving Mm -hmm. to our community. Absolutely. Why, Why have we chosen to partner with River Street Networks for this project? A couple reasons. One, River Street has a enormous investment in our community, everything north of Highway 40, Mm -hmm. uh, is a River Street territory. They purchased that property from People's Mutual Telephone Corporation. They also were very aggressive in securing federal money uh, through reverse auctions, which committed them to provide service uh, in each of these census blocks they won. Mm -hmm. So they had a a commitment here that no one else had, and they did that on their own. 
Uh, and then finally, they want a competitive process through our Western Piedmont Planning District Commission, where they are the provider to a multi-county region mm-hmm. through the Virginia Telecommunications Initiative, which provided a $39.5 million grant to the county's benefit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they jumped through all the hoops. They, they established that they were uh, committed to our community and they have invested heavily to our community and they were positioned to where no other uh, competitive company submitted a proposal um, to the planning commission that was better. Mm-hmm. So um, not only are they competitively sourced, they are positioned strategically in our county better than any other provider. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned that, you know, large, larger multi-locality application. Uh, I think that was about $87 million and 39 and a half of that is for River Street Networks in Pennsylvania County. So we're sort of the central part of that application with with multiple other localities around us. Yeah, I'll also say that River Street has made it a commitment to make Pennsylvania County their home in Virginia. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is going to be their hub from where they service their Virginia clients, which are considerable, um, both in number and in geography. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got a pretty impressive swath of Virginia they're working on bringing internet. Mm-hmm. You know, I know I already had Matt on here last week to talk about economic development, but I, I want you to help me contextualize sort of why, why these big announcements matter, why it matters that we're getting more and more companies that are interested in locating here for the first time. Many, many companies that are already here are expanding their operations. Why, why does that matter? How does that positively impact our residents and communities? And, and why is that, well, I guess, why are the investments that we've been putting into economic de- development worth it? Well, they're worth it because they're paying off now. They're paying off in big ways, providing a tremendous amount of jobs to our citizens. We've announced over a billion dollars of new investment over the last six years Mm -hmm. in Pennsylvania County, which helps offset our residential property tax burden. We have also, in that same time period, announced almost 4,000 or maybe it's more than 4,000 new jobs to our area. It's a tremendous number of jobs. There's, We do not have a jobs problem in Pennsylvania County. If you want to work, there are job opportunities um, from the north to the south. <laughs> and those will continue. You know, economic development, we do economic development for jobs and for investment. And both of these are for our citizens' benefit. They're so that we can provide jobs not only to those that are here now, but those that are growing up, uh, that are in our school system, that want to have options when they leave the public mm-hmm. school system. And if they go to college, they want to have places they can come back to the community in which they were raised. And all of these jobs, Valraven, MEP, uh, Aero Farms, Stanton River Plastics, Tyson Foods, all of these just in a year that we've announced. Uh, we've had expansion with Intertape and J&J Trucking. And it's because our board of supervisors and to a large degree, our cohorts at uh, the city of Danville have provided an atmosphere uh, that makes business exp- growth and expansion and relocation very attractive. Uh, we have spent a lot of energy, a lot of resources, a lot of time uh, in our economic development program over the past six years, and it is paying off in spades right now. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. And I know that you know what we had happen this year with those announcements and expansions and groundbreakings for even companies that had announced in previous years that they were locating here. I know that's not the end. You know, we have even more announcements lined up already in 2022 is what Matt said last week. Yes, we do. And, and another, I guess, high level topic was was hoping to talk to you about was the county finances. Um, and, and two main parts to that being in, in the last several years, there's been a lot of emphasis on improving the county's financial positioning and, and, and um, I guess, budget practices and, and, and what 
what we have available in the bank even. And then also, you know, these federal funds have come in over the last year and a half from the CARES Act and the ARPA funds. So talk about those those two things and, and what kind of progress we've seen in, in 2021 through that. Well, the federal stimulus programs really vaulted our county forward. We bought five five ambulances, mm-hmm. over a million dollars worth of ambulances uh, that we provided to our volunteer services at no cost. As we were able to renovate buildings that were in dire need of assistance. We were able to build a new boardroom. We were able to build a training center for our volunteer fire and rescue services that during the day is being used by our employees. Uh, we were able to build a, a EMS station in the north end of the county. They're in it now. None of these things would have been possible uh, realistically Mm -hmm. if we had not received the CARES and ARPA funds. We were very adamant to make strategic investments with that money, things that would advance the county forward. The Board of Supervisors just did a super job administering those funds. We we used CARES and ARPA money to make the broadband Mm -hmm. project work. Uh, And not only did we do that, but the school board did also. And then as far as the, you know, our, our, county finances aside from you know all these federal stimulus dollars flowing in i know the, the board's been making some strategic investments in, in increasing those investments in things like education and public safety and, and even paying off debt so talk to me a little bit about our, our county how our county budget continued to move forward this year well you know being able to offset some fu- some costs with the arpa money certainly helped us have a better financial position at the end of the year there's no doubt about that mm-hmm. but more importantly we had a four-year plan and we stuck to it you know it obviously had to be changed along the way, but there are principles in that plan uh, that we stuck to, and it enabled us to save more money uh, than we ever had before in recent memory. We were not overspending our budget. We were in the black every year. Uh, We were contributing to our rainy day fund. We've been able to get our employee salaries up to market condition, Mm -hmm. which was a very expensive project that took multiple years uh, to implement, but we're there now and we feel good about the way we are compensating our employees. We've been able to invest in our volunteer fire and rescue services and our law enforcement services uh, because we had this four-year plan that built in capacity to fund uh, these operations and the expansion Uh, particularly of our volunteer fire and rescue support every year of this uh, four-year journey. Uh, And we aim to do that again. We used our plan also to advance our school system and to ensure that we uh, were constantly providing sufficient funds to pay our teachers well and to take care of our buildings. Um, There's still work to do there. Uh, We certainly have buildings that are in dire need of attention, but we have made tremendous progress in adequately funding our education system. Mm -hmm. No, absolutely. And I remember, you know, from doing all the communications about the budget, it's about 71% of the general fund was for education, public safety, and debt for those those three categories. I mean, those are the, I think, the main main highlights I wanted to hit with you. I mean, I know there's there's a lot more that happened this year, but I mean, just sort of want to open it up now and see, you know, what else from 2021 stood out to you or, or that you would want to touch on? Well, our Pet Center has had a tremendous year this year. It was our first full year under our new director, Brent Weinkoff. Tremendous work being done down there. We have a very robust transfer program that reduces the cost of care for animals, for our citizens. Fundraising has been big. Just really good work. We've had a really stable workforce down there, and everyone's doing a really terrific job. Uh, We had our first internship program Mm -hmm. this year and had kids from the 
I guess, 11th and 12th grade in our public school system come spend time and get meaningful life experience here with the county. My takeaway from that was how super bright our children are. And uh, every one of these kids that we worked with had great work ethic and really wanted to understand the various pieces of local local government. And they wanted to do good workforce while they're here. So we hope that we can provide that option again mm-hmm. uh, next year. We've made progress on the jail construction project. We certainly will be building a new jail in the next a uh, couple years, certainly. Uh, that has been a project that's been dragging on. We are uh, getting close to uh, really being able to kick off in a big way and get that done. We revised our solar ordinance and made it more restrictive on the buffering requirements and some other things that were causing consternation with our citizens. So we improved that and, and figured out some ways to monetize those projects to the citizens' benefit. Um, so it's been a good year. There, it's been a uh, it's been a productive year. There's been a lot of hard work um, by all of our employees, and I'm just really proud and thankful to work for this organization. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. And I mean, you know, looking forward, obviously going into 2022, what are what are what are you seeing as sort of the I guess some of the biggest challenges and opportunities we have coming up in front of us? Well, certainly one of the biggest challenges will be the challenges that are brought to us by this economy and the inflation of this economy, the difficulty we're having filling jobs and recruiting people and maintaining competitive wages. I consider that to be a significant challenge in 2022. Uh, We're really excited that we have a new board beginning in 2022, and we'll be working with them to determine what their priorities are for 22 and 23. Mm -hmm. No, absolutely. Well, that's, I mean, that's all the the questions that I have. I mean, anything else that that you would want to add either about 2021 or or what we have coming in 2022? Well, I remain um, today as I was before and I will be in the future as the most optimistic person about the future of Pennsylvania County. I wish I could share with every citizen the many, many reasons I believe Pennsylvania County not only is doing super well today, but is poised to be one of the best counties in the Commonwealth going forward. And it's because our Board of Supervisors has really taken the long view on all the hard decisions. They want to do the best for the future, and they spend a lot less time worrying about the problems of today. They know we can fix today's problems. What we're all focused on is how do we make tomorrow better? Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. Well, I'm excited to see what comes next. So, David, appreciate you being here. Thanks. Thank you, Caleb. Thank you for listening to Pitco Happenings. I hope you learned something informative. If you have a question or want to make a comment, give me a call or send a text to 434-489-8739.